while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. To South Coast tonight, I'm Marcus Farrow. 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app. So uh, thanks for uh, joining me this evening. That was Will Senat, the New Bedford Light. Always an interesting conversation when we have Will on. He covers the uh, fishing industry really well. Um, he covers the fishing industry really well. And um, he does a lot of great in-depth reporting uh, that you should check out at newbeffordlight.org. Always love having Will on the program. We'll definitely have him on again soon. Um, he does it all. He does the fishing industry, offshore wind, um, the ocean industries, uh, what he says. And I think that's a really succinct way to put it. So 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. Again, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about... Uh, at the top of the hour, the Ward 3 City Council debate that we're having tomorrow. Uh, it's tomorrow from 7 to 8 p.m. It will be commercial free. So it will be commercial free. Um, I'm really grateful. I mean, you've heard there's we've got very robust commercial breaks. A lot of people want to sponsor this show, and we're really happy. For, uh, we're really happy about that. You know, these are great businesses that you should definitely check out um, and and use for all of your endeavors. And they're what, they're what keeps us going, right? So your support of them is also a support of this show. So you should definitely check them out. So I'm always appreciative of having such a strong coalition of, of commercial partners that keep South Coast Tonight going and really keep all of our programming going. But uh, for debates, uh, you know, it's it's good to have an uninterrupted, free-flowing conversation. We're going to have five people here in the room. So uh, fewer interruptions or fewer breaks means um, a much better better debate format you know so breaking it up into segments actually works pretty well here the commercial breaks i think actually pay, play an important role in um in 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 talk radio because it's able you know we're able to you know segment the conversations uh really you know more effectively like we just did with um with with mr senna we we broke that up into you know a few nice segments 
But with the debate, you really want a long-form, free-flowing conversation. So we'll, we will be here commercial-free for one hour. We hope you will join us, too. 508-996-0500. I see some calls in line. We'll get to them in a second. But what I did want to say is both candidates will be in here. I understand there might have been a little bit of confusion earlier as to one candidate may have confirmed not. No, both candidates are going to be here tomorrow. Both Carmen Amaral and Sean Oliver will be here in studio tomorrow. And we're really looking forward to talking with them. I think they're great candidates. I think they've run strong campaigns, both of them. They're both great candidates. They both run strong campaigns. And I think the voters of Ward 3 are really going to have uh, uh, a tough choice. So I'm looking forward to having them both in studio tomorrow. But 508-996-0500. Good evening. Marcus? What's up? Hi. Yeah. (laughs) Your last caller there. Um... Is he a scientist or anything like that? No, he's just a reporter. Uh, he covers the um, he covers fishing and offshore wind for New Bedford Light. Oh, I'm a scientist, but retired. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, bi- yeah, biology, um, science, um, the aquamarine land. And I couldn't believe you guys are laughing about the whales dying. I, 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 I'm, I'm not, no pun intended, but I'm just saying, just, I was thinking, I, I know you guys must have been kidding. <laughs> yeah, we were joking. We were just making, I, I knew just that. making I light of a serious subject. Sure. And um, now, I, and I, I wish you I could, I could talk with him because I thought he was a scientist like myself. But anyway, um, what in your opinion, Marcus, what do you think is causing those whales deaths? Yeah, I, sudden- I, you know, I, I can't. It's hard. It's hard to say uh, for me because yeah. I have no idea. You know, I, I, I'm not. I'm not privy to any of that. I don't know what yeah. makes whales die. I don't know. You know, I don't know what, yeah. what makes whales die. It's you know the 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 I the argument right now yeah. as it stands yeah. that the fishing industry caused the whaling industry to. Right. Um, I mean, the fishing industry caused the whale uh, the whales to die is uh-huh. uh, uh, post hoc reasoning, right? They're just saying yeah. this happened, then this happened, so this caused this. That could be the right. case. I just have no idea, so it's difficult to speculate. Sure. And, and you, know what, you know what struck me? Because I know a lot of people down the south end, the Spawn Hills and the uh, McTigny, Black McTigny. Sure. Um, anyway, um, but you, did, did I hear you say there was a whale that was dead on the Quindic Street? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, I thought I heard you say that. No, no, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't say that. Uh, what I think I might have said. I hopefully there wouldn't be a because oh, that okay. would be a Quindic Street could be an area in which uh, you know I guess a, a, a dead whale could be in the, in the vicinity sure. of uh, if this That's if true. this is actually true if these if these wind turbines are what's causing right. the. Um, the whales to 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 die and wash yeah. ashore. Yeah. Oh sure, <laughs> but I, I heard that. I, I only caught like the tail end of what your conversation was. Oh so yeah. That's why I wasn't sure who he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like it was just curious. It's all calm. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. So, so who's your next guest? I. You know, it's just me for the uh, the last hour. I had a guest in the first two oh. hours. It's just me uh, for the last cool. hour. So I'll just be talking. Awesome. I'll be listening. Great. I can, appreciate- I, can I call back if I, if I think it's an interesting conversation? You absolutely can. Thank you, Marcus. Great. Absolutely. Um, so 508-996-0500. I might have... Uh, so I have this thing where I abruptly hang up uh, on people by accident, and I think I might have just done that there. Uh, wasn't intentional. I just... <laughs> it's, always, it's always difficult to gauge. Um, 
you know. But yeah, definitely call back uh, if you want. If you've called back early in the show, definitely call back. I, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Some radio hosts, they say you get one call. I'm not one of those guys. Um, as long as it's you know, if you're calling a bit, say the same thing, you know, make the same point twice, then I would say, no, you've already you know. But if you want to call back, if you got something else that uh, adds to the conversation, absolutely. I, I I definitely encourage that. I think it's I think it's great. I like enthusiastic participation uh, in the programming here at WBSM. So I always encourage uh, people to to call back if they um, if they uh, if they have something uh, you know if they have something else to add. But uh, joined by you for the rest of the evening at 508-996-0500. Yeah, that was, that was new for, for people who might have just tuned in late. That was New, uh, new Bedford light reporter Will Senat. Uh, he covers the ocean industries. Uh, he covers, you know, like offshore wind and the fishing industry. He's got some really good in-depth reporting on the fishing industry, like the consolidation of uh, the local um, of of local fishing and all of that, it's really good stuff. You can check that out on newbeffordlight.org. He and he has a couple of interesting pieces that were recently published in the last week or so. So um, we'll definitely feature Will uh, a lot more um, on this, and and I, I actually think there's uh, a lot of reporters there that are doing a good job. So. We'll, we'll be we'll be um, we'll be having that you know we'll be having Will and others on uh, in you know as the uh, as the big stories are uh, are coming out. So five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So you can join me again tomorrow is the Ward Three City Council debate between Carmen Amaral and Sean Oliver. They're both going to be here. I think they're both great candidates. And oh, by the way, with the Will Senat, I, I hate to be in the middle of a thought and then. Go, you know, then trail off. But Will Will Senat's interview will be up soon. Uh, it's in in a podcast form. I just got to upload it, uh, which I will do. Um, so if you missed it, if you want to hear it uh, again, I think he has a lot of interesting stuff to say. He was recently in D.C. for a trip covering local fishermen that are lobbying for uh, changes in the fishing industry, specifically around catch shares. And he gets into you know what catch shares are, you know why they want them to change. And what are the regulations that they're trying to change, and what members of Congress are, you know, involved in those conversation uh, involved in those conversations? So, definitely uh, check out that podcast and check out the interview. Uh, I mean, check out the Will's article in the New Bedford Light uh, as well. But Board Three debate that is tomorrow, seven p.m. It's commercial free, and the format is basically. The format is each candidate gets a two-minute opening statement, a two-minute closing statement. That is decided by a coin flip. That coin flip is who flips the coin is who calls it is whoever shows up first, basically. That's how I've always done it. Whoever shows up first is who calls it. So when we had um, Hero and Hodgson in for the sheriff's debate, Hero Hero got here first. Oh, no, Hodgson got here first. But Haro won the coin flip. So Hodgson got here first. Hodgson called it. Haro, um, Haro, Haro picked. Haro because he won the flip. So if you, whoever get, whichever candidate gets here first to flip a coin, they can pick whether or not they want to give the opening statement or the closing statement if they want to go last. You know, do you want to go first or do you want to go last is how, um, you know, how you can do it. Typically, they, 
like to, you know, you get the choice. You, they typically want to go last. They want the last word. Uh, don't we all, right? Don't we all? Um, I do. That's why I have a show. <laughs> but uh, that's why I have a show that's at the end of the day. So I can have the last word on everybody. Phil, Barry, Tim, and it's Chris and me. You know, Howie, that's Chris and me because we can have the last word. But it's not, not to be confused with the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell, which is on MSNBC, which is on After Us. That's on after us. So if you want to watch that after, I guess you can. Anyway, 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. We're also taking messages on the WBSM app chat. I'll tell you what. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break now, and then I will be right back. This is South Coast tonight. I am Marcus, and Chris will be back tomorrow. Marcus five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Got a nap chat that came in earlier from uh, Marcus Uno in New Bedford that uh, asked if uh, anybody had talked about the Dominion voting machine lawsuit filed against Fox News, where all their hosts get caught absolutely red-handed in a lie. Um, I it's not something I talk about a lot because I you know I really focus on the stuff we're covering here, but that is hilarious. So there's a defamation suit that's like 1.6 billion dollars by Dominion against Fox News uh, in particular, I think, and they find they have text messages from Sean Hannity, uh, Sean Hannity, um, Tucker Carlson, and a few others who basically say who basically get caught lying. <laughs> they get caught saying that they don't believe that Trump, they, they think Trump's insane, right? They, they think that the people that believe that the election was stolen, they call them lunatics, uh, and that it does not represent what they had said out in the public, right? So they got caught red-handed lying. Um, and, you know, this could end up being a major case for freedom of the press, but defamation suits are a little difficult to... Defamation is usually pretty difficult to, 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 to be successful with, especially I know defamation suits with like public figures that are people in particular are, are the, 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 the bar is much higher, but so I don't know, you know, a company like Dominion, I don't know what the, I don't know what, I don't necessarily know what the standard is, but I just know that defamations, defamation cases are, are difficult because they're, you know, it's all, always weighed against the first amendment, but when you've got you know, your top news hosts caught absolutely red-handed lying, um, saying that they didn't believe that Trump actually won the election. They didn't believe it was stolen and then represented an entirely different viewpoint um, to the audience. I think that's, you know, might be a different standard. It could be a, 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 it could be a groundbreaking uh, case for um, the First Amendment, freedom of the press. Uh, and how all that goes forward. Um, I mean, everybody knows Fox News is just a propaganda wing of the Republican Party anyway. But 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. We're also taking your text, message, um, your text messages on the WBSM app if you want to join in the conversation. But one of the things I was talking about was the Ward 3 City Council debate that we were just previewing again. Um, they're both going to be here tomorrow. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, there's a few there's a few things I, I want to cover. I know Jack Spillane's going to have a couple questions. Chris is going to have a couple questions as well. So there's going to be three moderators here. Um, each candidate is going to have a two-minute opening and closing statement. Uh, each candidate, and again, a coin flip is going to determine who, co- who goes first and who goes, and who goes last. 
be a flip of the coin. And who gets to call the coin is whoever's here first. That's how I always done it. That's how I, that's how I've always done it. So that's how I will do it. That's how we'll do it with this one. But um, one of the things, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I want to ask about. Obviously, we can ask about Hicks Logan. We can ask about um, the golf course. I'd like to ask them about their endorsements, what they think their endorsements mean to them, um, and some of their experiences as a candidate, how that, you know, has shaped their candidacy and why that qualifies them for, you know, more than their opponent for office or what they think it does. So there's a lot of ground to be covered, especially with the recent news. This is going to come the day before a massive city council meeting where you're going to see Carol Pimentel's nomination be up uh, for uh, potentially being killed, um, basically. So Mitchell will have to re-nominate her. Uh, her nomination is up. You'll have... Um, You'll have uh, uh, the public safety um, motion by Brian Gomes talking about, you know, the the, the police shortage, uh, the police staffing shortage, the major police staffing shortage. Um, you'll also have the Mitchell's um, call to Mitchell's uh, motions to change the city pay raise scales. Uh, for certain uh, for certain pay raises that he found to be excessive, and um, to also getting rid of the ten percent residency penalty uh, for um, city workers. So there's a lot to unpack there. But five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening, Marcus. It's your favorite caller, John from Fairhaven. What's up, John? Hey, <clears throat> did I just hear you say something about Fox News? Well, yeah. So there, there, there's, a, there's a big defamation suit filed against them by Dominion Voting, and uh, what they've revealed is there's text messages from Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, a few other pers- uh, news personalities there, um, where they're basically saying, well, they're not basically saying it; they're saying it outright that they don't, they don't, they think that Trump's assertion that the election was stolen was BS. Um, and those text messages say that. Now they represented something different out in the public in their job. Um, so it's a it's a pretty damning revelation. So it, it could have this case could be pretty groundbreaking in terms of what's allowed uh, for freedom of the press. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. What's your um, what, so I, I think I heard you say that it's a, a right wing propaganda news network. Well, yeah, it was founded by um, so it was, it was started by Roger Ailes, who is. Yeah. Who worked for Richard Nixon and helped them put together the Southern strategy? Uh, so yeah, no, of course it is. Now, I mean, what's what's your take on CNN? I mean, I think CNN definitely represents corporate interests. Do I say what I say? CNN's like hyper liberal, no, but it definitely leans more left. It's probably it's not favorable to Trump, um, but I think CNN, MSNBC. Fox News was pretty favorable to Bush uh, around the time that they needed to beat the drum for the Iraq and Afghanistan war. So I'd say CNN and MS- MSNBC is absolutely in the tank for the Democratic Party, for sure. Um, now, did you did you hear the new news on Don Lemon? Don Lemon saying uh, women in their prime or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about Nikki Haley. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Don Lemon, uh, Don, so actually, you know, one of the, uh, when Trump, Trump called Don Lemon the dumbest guy on television, and everybody called him a racist for that. But, like, Don Lemon is – he might be the dumbest guy in television. <laughs> he, he's hes not very good. I mean, he's not very good. He got kicked out of his primetime slot. He's now doing this daytime show that's gotten, you know, uh, abysmal ratings. And, he, he, yeah, he talked about 
uh, women in their prime because Nikki Haley had sort of gone after in her run for president, I guess, gone after Trump and Biden for their age. So he was trying to look up what a, when, a, when is a woman in, in her prime. I think Lemon and Haley are around the same age, too. And I think Haley's, what, yeah. like 56? I think it's a perfect. She's like 50. No, she's. I think she's 52. That's pretty young for. Pre- that's pretty. It's actually pretty young that's, for a president. I think the youngest president we would have had until uh, since. Um, I want. I don't know. It's actually George W. Uh, Obama. Obama was forty-seven. So Obama was. 47. Obama was forty-seven. Uh, Bush was. Bush was like fifty-one, fifty-two. Uh, Kennedy was the uh, youngest elected president at 42. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt was the youngest person to be president at 42, but, uh, you know, some days or months earlier. But he had gotten to be president because, um, you know, his his uh, he was vice president and uh, William McKinley got assassinated. So he's the youngest. He's uh, Teddy Roosevelt's youngest president, 42. But Nikki Haley would be our youngest president since definitely Obama, maybe the youngest Republican president other than in the last, you know, whatever the last four or five other than president bush bush was in his early 50s when he got elected right yeah i I don't know you know it's it's i i've literally when when okay so i stopped watching like i used to be big 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 into like fox news like i was really really big into fox news and um Mm -hmm. you know i i've stopped watching everything like i'll i'll switch back to cnn and i'll 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 just just for the laughs you know what i mean just to see what they're what they're talking about Trump, you know, uh, let's see, two and a half, three years later after, you know, <laughs> they're still talking about him. I mean, right. every day there's a slot on Trump every day, you know, some, yeah. some, some, you know, one of the, one of the hosts is talking about Trump. It's like, give me a break, man. I mean, the guy's out of office, you know, he's like, just leave, leave the guy alone already. You know what I mean? He's always, I don't know. Well, he's he is, he, he is, he's running for president now. So he's sort of back in it. Well, I, I know that, but it's like, are they doing it for the rating? No, I mean, I'm not talking about them doing it. Because he's running for president again, yeah. I'm talking about him. Them like just as a know, bo- as as a as a boogeyman, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, leave the guy alone. Like, let the guy just do. You know, let let him do his. Yeah, you know, market. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, 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 I, I don't know about leave the guy alone. He was president of the United States. He wants to be president again. There's really no leaving you alone if you want to do that. I, I, I know what you're saying. I'm just talking about, you know, the whole bashing him and everything. You know what I mean? I Bringing it. up his past and every trying to trying to find dirt on him. It's like. You know, the guy, the guy, you know, he's he's running for president again. In my eyes, you know, I'm, I'm entitled to an opinion, you know, just like everybody else. Okay. This country was well off compared to where we are right now. You know, compared to the, the economy, the, the groceries, the gas, everything. I'm going to bring it up. I bring it up every time I call anyway. So it's, I mean, it's just, you know, we were well off. Yeah. And now, now look at the state—the state we're in right now. Awesome. I mean, if things were good, I mean, if things were good, I don't think you, you know, would have lost. But um, I'm telling you right now, from from from, uh, you know, my 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 point of view, from my standpoint, I'll give you an example. Okay, every every let's say every month and a half to two months. Okay, I didn't, I haven't switched it. I haven't, I haven't changed jobs within the, the last, you know, let's say since Trump was president. Okay, I haven't, okay. I haven't switched jobs. So my my income has been the same, and my family and I we we would travel to we, we like to go up to North Conway, mm-hmm. and we would literally go once or twice every every you know every other month, and that that was when Trump was in office. So those four mm-hmm. years we were going every other month. I mean, and we still had tons of money to spend. I mean, we were just you know saving money, spending money. It was great. You know, sure. the economy was great. Everything was good, and it's like this guy. 
I don't know if it's him. I don't know what what if it's his policies. I can't. Well, I, if I can't the economy was that good when Trump was up for re-election, he would have he would have won. I mean, what's that again? If the economy was that good when Trump was up for re-election, by the time he went out of the office, the economy was really bad. Well, I mean, it was bad because of COVID nineteen. I mean, we the whole, well, the whole freaking country shut down. Well, so you, know I mean? you so okay, but you don't think any of the bad economic trends that have happened under Biden have been because of COVID nineteen? I I just I don't know, man. I'm 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 I don't know. I just I I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, I, I right now it's like so so not to deflect your question, but um, to go back to what I was what I was just talking about with the North Conway situation. Sure. It's like, it's like uh, you know, you got we now we now we go probably every every six months. We'll, yeah. we'll plan a trip up there. You know what I mean? Because it takes that much to save in order to go up there. It's like you know the hotels are outrageous. I mean, you know the the, the prices for hotels are I mean through the roof. We yeah. just went uh, two weekends ago, and I paid fourteen hundred dollars for two rooms. Wow, that's seven hundred dollars for for two nights. Yeah, each room. That's outrageous. I mean, the it, it, it. No, I think I lost you, man. You still there? Uh, hey, your uh, it looks like it sounds like your call dropped off. I um, if you want to call back, you can at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. But what I'll do now is I'll, I'll take a break. Uh, if you want to call back, you can. Um, that that call dropped off. Uh, just went like, just went dead. Just dead air. So, uh, give me a call back if you want. I'm gonna take a break now. I'll, I'll be right back. Fourteen twenty WBSM can now be heard on ninety nine five FM. Is your WBSM isn't just a broadcast; it's also a podcast. Get all of our podcasts at WBSM.com, the WBSM app, or just search WBSM on your favorite podcast provider. Good evening. Welcome back to South Coast tonight. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Hello. Hey. Uh, this is uh, Jeffrey from Fall River, Mass. Hi, Jeffrey from Fall River, Mass. <laughs> so I have a question. Um uh, when it comes to New Bedford's finance, so and public safety, how's the um, the crime rates there at this point? I mean, so the the mayor and the chief of police have been saying for quite some time, and there's FBI data to back it up that the crime the 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 rate of crime has been going down uh, over the last ten years, which is statistically true. Um, but there's been a lot anecdotally. Um, to suggest, you know, that a lot of, like, I know on the ground law enforcement officers and people just sort of feel like that's not the issue. You know, they're seeing a lot more anecdotally um, that they think represents a spike in crime. So overall, crime rates really in the country uh, have been on a steady decline for like 30 or some odd years. New Bedford, the mayor and the chief of police say that the crime rate's going down. That is reflected in federal statistics but again there's a lot of on the ground law enforcement officers and just um people in general that don't feel that way right so basically it's one person saying um he's basically saying it's crime has gone down but others saying it's not yeah well but, yeah more well, or less i was gonna say the, what i was gonna say was because there is um the lack of police force um the is i know that i know there's gonna be a discussion on this tomorrow but do you, is there a number right now when it comes to the police in New Bedford and the police in Fall River, which 
you know, we're having a um, a small percentage um, of tax force also. Uh, uh, sorry, number for what? I'm, I didn't follow. Do you, you know? Do you know the like the the numbers that they are like not having enough police officers? Uh, I can pull that up. Uh, I can I can pull that up because they've been New Bedford Police Union's been talking about that for quite some time. I had the head of the police union. I can't remember the exact. Uh, I can't remember the exact number. I'll, I'll find that number uh, and I'll. I'll oh, um, no problem. I'll get it. I, I, the reason why I'm saying is because I feel like um, no matter because it seems like we've been having problems in our city for the past. Um, few years when it comes to um, gun violence and also the uh, the bikes mm-hmm. coming around from our uh, during the past summer. I don't know how often that's been happening in the city of New Bedford. Yeah, the bikes... Because I don't the, really hear that as often. The bikes were definitely, a bit, last summer, were definitely a big topic of discussion. I imagine when the, the weather gets warmer, that's going to come up again exactly. for sure. Yeah, 100%. So, um, so uh, this will be on uh, the... the Discussion will be on for tomorrow. Well, we got a debate tomorrow with the uh, two candidates for city council, so we'll, we'll talk about that for sure. Um, that that will get brought up in terms of the discussion about the police staffing. It could get brought up if you want to call sometime after the debate. We could definitely talk about that for a bit. We'll definitely talk about it more. You know, right, we can you talk much. about it more as the week goes on, for sure. And there's a there's it's a topic of discussion the city council uh, meeting on Thursday and we're going to actually be covering that live because we're going to have a reporter there so we'll, we'll talk about that too. Oh okay great thanks for calling I appreciate it. Good evening. Hey Marcus I I don't know what happened there I got yeah. dropped off. Yeah it just sounded like you uh, yeah. just went dead dead air for a second. Yeah no my phone screen just went blank it went back to the home screen I'm surprised oh. no um so. <clears throat> Let's shift a little bit here. I know the, the last call I was just talking about, you know, Fall River having issues, too, with their staffing and everything. But what mm-hmm. about the Haven? I mean, the, the fire department. Let's talk about the fire department, how understaffed those guys are. You know, and, and it's like the town, they don't want to increase the budget to, to hire more firefighters. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting. I kind of I don't I'm not, I don't have Facebook, but their, their union Facebook and the, the Haven Fire department's Facebook's public, so I mean, I kind of check in every once in a while, but it's like I'll have to follow you know, up on that. I'll have to follow up on that because I haven't been. I, I'm not on Facebook either, um, yeah. so I have to like I to look at stuff like that. I have to like go. I have to like go out of my way to 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 check that out. Yeah, so no, I, I every once in a while, I'll I'll think about it and I'll just you know I'll, I'll pop in on the Facebook yeah. page because it's public. You can get right in on it, but. Yeah, if you just type in, you know, Fave and uh, Firefighters, you know, Fire Department, it, both the, Association. Up, the union and the regular page comes up. And, you know, you don't really ever see anything on the regular page because, I mean, you know you know how the unions are, you know what I mean? But it's like yeah. um, you go on the union page and they got everything. I mean, they got, you know, the, the amount of calls they're getting, you know, versus this month versus last year's month, you know, like okay. February of 2022 versus February of 2023. It's like, you know, they're almost doubling all their calls that they had last year with, you know, five guys on the, on the, on the department, you right. know, it's, these guys are struggling out here, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're planning on doing uh, with it, but listen, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, unfortunately not all that read up on it, but I'm going to have to do a little bit of, yeah. um, I'll have to do a little bit of research on that. I can talk to some yeah. people about that too, that I know. Um, so I'll, I'll, right, I'll get more of that. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to, I'll talk to you. All right. Thanks.
Yeah, I, I haven't been following that very much, uh, and I should. Um, yeah, I don't have a Facebook either, so I just so stuff like that. I have to go out of my way to like you know, I go out of my way to look at the New Bedford Police Union page or the WBSM page or like maybe like the Ward Three Candidates page, right, to see what's going on there. But uh, it's not casually coming up as I'm scrolling, so I'll have to go check that out and um, uh, you know, ask some people about what's going on there and um, and see if we can get a story going. Uh, well, not should, that's the wrong way to phrase it. Not see if we can get a story going, but see if there is a story. <laughs> see if there is a story, and if there is, then go forward. Um. Anyway, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So yes, as far as the police shortage goes in New Bedford, we can talk about it for sure. Um, whenever you know, if anybody wants to call in to talk about that, we can definitely discuss it. The there, that's going to be a subject in the city council meeting on Thursday, I believe, because Councilor Gomes has a motion about it. You know, we have a really good uh, interview with um, with Lieutenant Bielski, the president of the New Bedford Police Union, that you can check out anywhere podcasts are offered. Um, they've been sharing; I think they might have shared it actually, um, but they've been sh- they've been talking about this staffing shortage for a while. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of news stuff on it. There's a lot of news articles on it too. I'll get the I forget the exact numbers now um, from the time that I talked to we talked to Lieutenant Bielski probably about two weeks ago. I think like two weeks ago. So I should probably have a better recollection of that, but it's hard to remember everything all the time, all at once. But I'll try. Um, so uh, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely look into that. Get the exact numbers on that. But that's something that you know we've. There's. Uh, they've been talking about. I know the chief has been talking about Mayor Mitchell as well. Um, a lot of that is centered around the collective bargaining efforts that have been going on between the city and the and the police union, um, which have been sort of at a standstill for a while too. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to take one more break for the hour and then we'll be back. This is, this is South coast tonight. If you want to hear everything on 508-996-0500. So again, tomorrow you're going to want to tune in right at seven o'clock. We're going to have the ward three city council debate between Carmen Amaral, Sean Oliver. They'll both be here. They'll both be in studio and we're going to have a great uh, debate between the two candidates. Um, this will be their last debate, I believe, before the election. The election's on Tuesday, so if you live in Ward 3, remember Tuesday, February 28th, which I think is the last day in February. It's not a leap year, right? So it's the last day in February, but Tuesday, February 28th, will be the special election. So this will be the last time they get in front of uh, probably a large audience, right? And um, it'll be really good. I'll be here. Carmen Amor will be here. Sean Ove will be here. Chris McCarthy will be here. Jack Splane will be here. We'll be moder. We'll be moderating as they uh, as the two candidates. Who, and by the way, I think they've both run great campaigns. I think they're both very strong candidates. The two candidates, um, you know, uh, let you know who they are and why they're running and what their platform is. So I'm really excited about that. That will be seven to eight p.m. It'll be commercial free. There'll be questions from uh, Jack, Chris, and me. And they'll have an opening and closing statement. Each candidate will get two minutes for an opening and closing statement. We'll go over these rules tomorrow, too. Each candidate will get two minutes for an opening and closing statement. If there is, if a candidate is addressed in another candidate's statement or answer to a question, that candidate will have one minute, uh, will be afforded a one-minute rebuttal. So, and I'll do my best to police. I don't think there'll be any interruptions. It won't be as... um. 
it'll be a really, really good debate, but it'll be a long time before we can uh, match the energy of the uh, Bristol County Sheriff's debate. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't think we'll see a race like that in quite some time. Definitely at least six years, right? Uh, as far as the um, sheriff's office goes, but uh, it'll still be a fun debate. I'm looking forward to speaking with both of them, and I appreciate them making the time. They've they've done well to make the time for us that uh, during this um, campaign cycle. So I really appreciate them coming in and uh, doing this debate. I think you'll all uh, enjoy hearing it too, because they want to be a city councilor for New Bedford, not just for Ward Three, but for New Bedford, and. 